welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. In 1 Peter 5.12, in the Revised Version of the Bible, we read how Peter sent his message to his recipients. By Silvanus, our faithful brother, as I account him, I have written unto you briefly. This Silvanus is surely the same man called Silas in the book of Acts. Here is what we know of this man. He was a leader in the church at Jerusalem when the dispute arose about the necessity for circumcision for the Gentile Christians. He was sent to Antioch with a message of peace and good feeling, which the ministry of Jerusalem wisely sent forth to heal the strife. He remained at Antioch, although Paul went back to Jerusalem, and the attraction of Paul drew this like-minded brother into sharing his calling. So when the unfortunate quarrel broke out between Paul and Barnabas, and the latter wilt sulkily away by himself with his dear John Mark, without the local church's blessing, Paul and Silas set out upon a first missionary tour. He was Paul's companion in the prison and stripes at Philippi, and in the troubles at Thessalonica. Though they were parted for a little while, he rejoined the apostle in the city of Corinth. From there, Paul wrote the two letters to the Thessalonians, both of which are sent in his name, that of Silas or Silvanus. There's one more reference to Silvanus in 2 Corinthians, naming him as having been associated with Paul in evangelizing the church there. Then he drops from the pages of those ancient writings altogether, and we hear nothing more about him, except this mentioned in Peter, which shows us to him in an altogether new situation. He is no longer attached to Paul, but to Peter. Paul was probably either in prison or possibly martyred in any case. Silvanus now stood to Peter in a relationship similar to that in which he formerly stood to Paul. He was evidently acquainted with and known to the churches to whom this letter was addressed and therefore is chosen to carry Peter's message to them. Think how Silvanus' friendship with the two apostles shows what must surely have been a perfectly cordial alliance between them and how it shatters into fragments the notion that somehow Paul's public rebuke of Peter at Antioch had festered into a schism in the early church. Instead, we find the two working together with the only division between them, not one of resentment or rejection, but only the natural one flowing from the differences in the audiences who heard their words. But let's speak of Silvanus. Here was a man who was quite willing all his days to labor in the shadow of men destined to greater recognition and accomplishments. Not a syllable that Silas ever said is recorded in Scripture. He had been a chief man among the brethren he was at Jerusalem, but like so many other chief men in little worlds, he came to be anything but a chief man when he got alongside Paul and found his proper work. He did not say, I have always been in the driver's seat and I am not going to be second. I do not intend to be absorbed in this man's brilliance. By no means. He could not do Paul's work, but he could endure stripes along with him in the prison at Philippi, and he took them. He could not write as Peter could, but he could carry one of Peter's letters. And so by Silvanus, a faithful brother, I have written to you. Perhaps Silvanus was Peter's secretary as well as mailman, for likely Peter worked better with fishing nets and pen and paper. But be that as it may, subordinate work was what God had given him to do, and so he found joy in it. But isn't that a pattern for us? 
People who can fill the prominent positions in the world or in the church, I counted by ones. Those who can do valuable subordinate work, I counted by thousands, by millions. Those members which seem to be more feeble are the more necessary, says Paul. This is a great truth, but we must follow it by saying in the gospel work, it's hard to tell superior from subordinate work. The little gem, no bigger than a diamond, than a dime rather, may be a diamond. The most useful tool in any toolbox is the one the craftsman needs at the moment. God has both Paul and Peter, both Peter and Sylvanus. He also has a life work for you and me. Have you talked to him today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at G-O-D-S-F-I-V-E minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.